Welcome to Chaos Divided, your weekly dose of Wholesome Hammer, where we explore the hobby, the game, and the lore of Warhammer 40k. We're your hosts, Nurgle Snurgle and Blushing Noise Marine. If you're enjoying the podcast, don't forget to give us a follow. And we've also launched a Patreon, so if you're a fan of what we do and you want to support us, you can find the link in the episode description. This week, we're talking about how big and broad the Warhammer community is. Do we even know, though? Do we even know? I think we, we have we have an inkling. You know what? I, I I know better now than I used to, so how many war gamers and hobbyists do you think are in the community? Like it like we're we're counting gumballs. Like how many gumballs do you think are in the jar? Oh, probably at least like Warhammer fans? Mm-hmm. At least a couple million. A few mm-hmm. million? At least two, you and I. <laughs> well, it's definitely at least two. <laughs> And we have an extra special quote. I wonder uh, if he's going to chirp in for his little, uh, for his moment. Oh, he's passed out, so no. <laughs> no. But it's, my name is Nathaniel Garrow, and I am a legion of one. Oh, Garrow, that's so deep. So dark. That's why Captain Nathaniel Garrow of the Death Guard. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. But he's not a legion of one. Huh, I mean... We don't know where he is anymore, so. No, we actually did our research right before this podcast on him, too. Uh, We did our research. I mean, you looked up the the Lexicanum article on Nathaniel Garrow while he was writing everything out. How'd you know that was the website I was looking at? (laughs) (laughs) You're predictable, Kaylee. Oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, apparently he might still be alive. I want to see Salt Harvest come back. That'll be oh, that'll be more exciting. I will celebrate if Garrow comes back. There you go. You'll be happy. Me and Garrow are going to celebrate his return. You want a loyalist Death Guard? Then you'd have Space Marines. Imagine the drama in that. Oh, actually, you know what? I would be totally cool if there was like a loyalist pre- versions of yeah, like if there was like a. You know, scattered chapters of like heretic legion. Like if there was like loyalist emperor's children left, that might mm-hmm. that might actually persuade me to maybe have uh, some space marines. You know, mm-hmm. I said I'd like me some it, white scars, but I'd like some loyalist uh, emperor's children much more. And then imagine if some loyalist uh, legions had some heretics that came out. Yeah, but see, there is that. Yeah. Like there's um there are like ultramarines? Yeah, like I don't know, um I think there's um there's war bands that are attached to Loyalist. Like there is Loyalist Gene Seed that is currently traitor that just is like out in the galaxy doing stuff. Cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think of um there's one that's a remnant of a Salamanders chapter that went chaos. I think there there is an Ultramarines like chaos war band. They're like a successor (laughs) chapter that went, that they rebelled, and I don't know, they're just like roving around stealing stuff and burning down places. Are they blue? (sighs) No, they usually change their colors, but they are like originally ultramarines or whatever. So they're originally uh, Gilliman's sons. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there are heretic versions of loyalists, but there aren't loyalist versions of heretics Mm -hmm. that we know of. Yet. The Grey Knights are definitely full of heretics uh, yeah they are the heretics well, gray knights are well no they're the least heretic ones but no 
if you if you purge a, a, a planet that just because they know what chaos is, that, that's pretty that's pretty wrong for me. <laughs> the Imperium is the evil one, Kaylee. <laughs> I know. Can't tell me It's <laughs> the Imperium is the bad guys. Anyways, this so is they're, not the, what this they're, the, they're the good guys of the bad guys. There are no good guys in 40k. Actually, you know what? (laughs) Shout out uh, Arbiter Ian, um, who does uh, YouTube lore videos, did a great video recently explaining why absolutely everyone is a bad guy. Oh. So, it's a a good watch. Uh, People, I think, as Warhammer's gotten more popular, people have forgotten that it's like, it is satire. Mm -hmm. Everyone is evil, and it's intentional. Everyone's a bad guy. Mm -hmm. There are no good guys. Do you think Games Workshop forgot that it's satire? No, because they, um... Actually, there's a a really um, cool statement they put out a couple years ago uh, talking about how there's no room for hate in Warhammer. And it Mm, all centers around how, like, you know, the setting is full of hate, but the community Mm -hmm. has no room for that and talked about how, like... It talks about how the Imperium is satire and that it is not an ideal and it is intentionally not an ideal. So no, I would say Games Workshop has not forgotten it. Warhammer's gotten less silly, but I don't think mm-hmm. it's become less satirical. Mm-hmm. But no, you're not supposed to like look at the Imperium and be like, hmm, I'd want to live there. <laughs> but then why do everybody like, they have their own little heroes. They love... Because people are complicated. Yeah. Uh, I think Nurgle's pretty good. <sighs> no, Nurgle's no! super, like, evil. <gasps> like, evil good? <laughs> uh, those words don't usually work together. <laughs> oh. Nurgle literally wants to, like, rot and decay the universe. Naturally. No, no, no his plagues aren't necessarily natural. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> that Nurgle isn't a nice guy. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Fulgrim doesn't have nice hair then. Take that. Fulgrim's a super messed up guy. He's like <laughs> deeply flawed. Part of the reason why I like the Emperor's Children is like if you create like these like super powerful super soldiers that are like transcended humanity. The Emperor's Children is what you get. You get like deprived, debauched, like super messed up people. Mm-hmm. The Emperor's Children are, is why you don't make superhumans. Do you find people gravitate to a faction because that's kind of like who they are as a person? I mean, I literally said, like, no, I, like, the Ember Children does not, like, represent me as a person. So no, Yeah, I, so. I don't feel that about Nurgle either. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear, can you hear my shifting eyes? I think, um, <laughs> I think maybe. I think you have maybe a pre, like... You have, like, a pre-sentience Nurgle appreciation of, like, Nurgle as life and, like, the cycles of, like, mortality. Um, but, like, in the actual setting of 40k, Nurgle's, like, pretty messed up. Oh, okay. 
like Nurgle originally is like the god of life, just like Slanesh is the god of love, and like Corn is the god of like justice and truth. Mm -hmm. But then like those get messed up but because of human emotions. Well, and Eldar emotion and Orc emotion, and mm -hmm. so it's actually not know. Nurgle's fault. No, it's not Nurgle's fault. That doesn't make you a nice person if you do bad <laughs> things accidentally. <laughs> You're like, oops, I created a plague intentionally that killed trillions. Go put that in the nice guy bucket. <laughs> Check. <laughs> I'm sorry. My dreams are crushed. Yes. <laughs> I will take your apology. <laughs> Anyways, this is about the community, and we've gone like way into the lore, so this is a good, uh, good beginning tangent. But maybe to get us back on track. Do 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 do. Don't be like Garrow. <laughs> Don't be a legion of one. Be a legion of many. Yes, be legion. Um, but no, I think we've both seen that Warhammer really brings people together and it builds bridges. Mm-hmm. You and I wouldn't know each other without Warhammer. That's so true! And then the listeners wouldn't be listening to us without Warhammer. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yes, we wouldn't have a Warhammer podcast without Warhammer. I think that's super cool. It is super cool. And it's interesting. Uh, we kind of talked about this with Tanya when we uh, had her on. About mm -hmm. how like people that would never know each other, meet each other through Warhammer, and it just kind of, like, doesn't matter. Like, people mm -hmm. just, like, the Warhammer just brings everyone together into, like, a big, a big soup of plague in Nurgle's Cauldron. See? Good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's absolutely amazing, like, how far people are from each other and yet they're still connecting like you and i aren't in the same room no and uh we do this every week thank you to technology <laughs> <laughs> uh and, it's true uh, and like you know we've met people we've talked to people we've had people on the show that like never would have known never would have had the opportunity to chat with and that like mm -hmm. You know, I would consider them some of the cooler moments I've experienced is just like chatting with people about this thing that we all love, mm -hmm. which is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things being on Rast Reach was just every week someone either new or familiar coming on to uh, a Valerie report and just getting to know them as a person. Mm. Yes, we get to talk about Warhammer, but it's also how do you enjoy Warhammer or sometimes it'd be more personal questions, but it's like, that's kind of the human experience is getting to know one another and realizing we do have our, our similar likes and our uh, sometimes similar dislikes as well. <laughs> I mean, I, th I think we, we, a lot of us have bonded around uh, being salty about Eldar lately. I think that's a, <laughs> That's a unifying force in the community. Yeah, it's kind of like warming to the heart. We could all join around the bonfire with our yeah. s'mores and our weenies and be like, Eldar, Eldar. The, the s'mores are just made out of salt. They're just salty Eldar tears because we're just like, no, it's broken. 
Although, although, little tangent I saw today, Chaos Space Marines are dominating the GTs. You know what? Uh, I think, because uh, I've looked at some of those lists, mm-hmm. I think CSM, with where Eldar currently are, like now that Wraith Knights have been like kind of cast Demolished, aside, yeah. the big thing right now is like Night Spinners and um, Wraith Guard. Mm-hmm. which um, CSM have a lot of tools for what the current Eldar meta is. Mm-hmm. And I think in a lot of tournaments, Eldar, like, Eldar blow everyone else out of the water, and then you just have to survive long enough to just fight Eldar. Like, the um, I watched uh, the Auspex Tactics video about the guy that won um, the Lenin Grand Tournament. His mm-hmm. last three rounds were against Eldar. Oh my goodness. So just, like... Like, he just brought a list that could just handle Eldar forever. And that was the one with Celeste, yeah? Yeah. Wow. But yeah, the, like, the Chosen and Rhinos uh, mm-hmm. really negate the Night Spinners. Um, what else is it? The the Obliterators and the Forge Fiends are really good at, like, taking out some of the bigger threats. Like, um, the uh, Forge Fiends basically, like, rip apart the uh, Wraith Guard units that elder players are using so like there's a lot of tools in the csm cool toolbox that specifically undermine eldar mm-hmm. so now that like eldar have been somewhat toned down i think csm hard counters eldar enough that you're seeing kind of that switch mm-hmm. you, they I also see. like cleaned out the like rest of the big threats mm-hmm. like finally CSM struggled against custodians. finally the month of chaos <laughs> <laughs> the month, well, yeah, I think the next balance uh, sweep is in January. So, yeah, uh, but Chaos Knights are also doing quite well, and I think um, Chaos Demons are holding their own. Mm-hmm. Which so, is yeah, yeah, because um, when I played them at uh, the last GT, there's definitely a play style there, and people are doing really well, especially with like Corn Demons as well. Um, the way that I deployed my army can save you in the first turn, and then you can strike. I think there's there's a lot of play there. Hmm. Well, yeah, a lot of the, like, Tau is now high up there. Um, Votan is doing fairly well now. Those are big shooting armies, and demons are just like, nah, don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you in turn two. <laughs> right. Like, we're just like... Pulls out his magazine and is like putting <laughs> rainy glasses on. He's just like crosses his legs. Like, I'm not here until turn two. You'll have to excuse me. And my friends, they're coming with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, you know what? Talking about you were mentioning Rats Reach earlier. Um, I, don't, I didn't even told you this yet. I'm going to be back on Rats Reach on the 19th of November. Ooh. Yes. Do you know who your opponent is? I do. It is uh, a local Necrons player. You might know okay. Necron Matt. Oh, nice. So I think it's a. It's that's gonna, gonna be a, a tough. Game. That's gonna be a good tough match. I really so. Um, on another tangent, I might have ordered a Rampager, and I'm hoping. I'm curious <laughs> to see if it comes in fast enough that I can maybe have it because that would be a fun little, uh, fun little game to play. You gonna even have it painted? I think I could get a battle ready pretty fast. 
Battle Ready is only what three three coats of paint. I think yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's this. yeah. Psst. Building an afternoon, you know. Three paints. Psst. 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 Some purple, some pink. Bada boom, bada bing. I'm gonna cover Basing it all with one of the other colors afterwards. <laughs> Good for the Basing camera. texture, just like a little sprig of grass. <laughs> little <tough>. done. <laughs> Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but you know what? This is you know I, this whole conversation has been somewhat a tangent, but it's also a good way of talking about like how these different connections can happen. Like mm -hmm. you know, realistically, like you know, we're talking about like something like Raft's Reach, which brings different people on. Like that's mm -hmm. a community building exercise right there. Yeah, um, that was and that was my my key idea on that show we were told by multiple people hey you should have like the core people on here it's like no that that's not what i want to do i wanted to like expand this community connect the community with one another um have people play who they've never met like like we do at gts and then just get to know them um and get to know each person so uh yeah like um that was my my core idea with RAS. Yeah, and I think that's like it's a cool way. Like you know, we we've been on there. You've been on there many times, but like we've gone on there, and it's a very different experience than just like playing a casual game of Warhammer. Like it really mm -hmm. changes the the dynamic, and it just it adds another layer that's cool. And you're connecting with people who also maybe aren't in the local community who are like in the chat and are like popping in and I don't mm -hmm. know there's a lot of like a lot of people bring bot together mm -hmm. so that's kind of the big message of today is Warhammer is Warhammer is big yeah it's not Dungeons and Dragons big but it's big it's pretty big but I would say Warhammer brings more people together than Dungeons and Dragons does yeah, because Dungeons and Dragons is like you have your core five and you stick with your core five. Yeah. Whereas GTs, you're playing five different people. <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna meet new people, and like you can't, you, you don't like you're, you don't choose who you pair with. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You get to experience that that difference. Mm hmm. And so. then, uh, and then I feel like there's a lot more. Well, I guess with D and D, there's like different content creators you can go on their show and and be a part of like one shots which is kind of like what uh, mini wargaming is and play on tabletop um because like mini wargaming when you really think about it it's just a collaboration with the community constantly mm. uh people go in and they play their their games and they may not be content creators themselves or just fans that want to fly in and and show off their armies and play with Steve or Luca or Scary, and that's really cool. Like you don't have to be this huge face in Warhammer to be a content creator. That's true. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I got I I don't want to go into a huge tangent, but as soon as you ta start talking about mini wargaming, all I could think of uh, was after your trip to the bunker, your like religious exaltation, and I was going to say like you can go to mini wargaming and have like a religious experience playing. <laughs> It become a 
So I got lost in my own thought there. Um, yeah, Dave is secretly making an army, like a real life army. <laughs> a real life of Warhammer nerds. So yeah, I'm I'm the Nurgle champ. You want to be a <laughs> slash champ? You want to be a part of this cult? <laughs> I I don't know anymore. <laughs> we get to go to butterfly conservatories and look at models and chat Warhammer. I think that's up your alley. Yeah, you know, maybe not the butterflies. I'm kind of mad uh, on butterflies. What? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so offended. <laughs> I think you actually are a little bit. Laura, you don't know. You don't know. Oh, they're just like they're bugs. I don't know. Oh my god. They are. That's what they are. Um, okay, you know what? That's fine. Because. In the beginning of this podcast, you didn't think you had an art style, and now you do. And I'm going to drag your butt to the Butterfly Conservatory, and you will have your religious experience. Okay. <laughs> so you, you can... cry and be like, they're so beautiful. Well, leave that to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yes... He, uh, I, I, I will challenge you on that. All right. I've never been like, oh, butterflies are interesting. You... I guess. I don't know if I can continue this conversation because I am just. How could you not like butterflies? They're so I didn't say cool. I dislike them. I just don't. But like, care. how are you not amazed by them? Like, they're they're pretty bugs. I don't know. Birds are cooler. Like, pretty birds are prettier than butterflies. They do more stuff, I guess. They can. Like, have you ever seen like an eagle? That's cool. Owls are like, sick. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You look at an owl, and they're just like staring at you, and they like fly silently, and they're just yeah, like flying into your soul. Bird. Yeah. Owls are not okay. a flightless bird, but. No, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> you get owls and chickens confused there, like. No, there's this like meme what was it um oh i can't think about it anymore but Darren and i did it and it's like uh wanting to fight somebody and oh you you triggered my flight or fight response and i'm a flightless bird <laughs> oh my god i don't even know what you're talking about you don't have we to. are we are <laughs> We are at the boonies right now. I don't know if we can get this podcast back on track. That's fine. Um, are we ever on track on this podcast? I, I feel like every episode gets a little bit less on the rails. So I feel sorry. like we started pretty pretty on the rails and then we, we very quickly got off them. Yeah. Uh, to And why it's so like off the rails, I think, uh, this week is because we're in Halcon mode. I know. Where we're going to be able to connect with this large community from people from all over. You're skipping ahead, but it's okay. Huh? I had a whole thing about conventions and the plan, but... I'm foreshadowing. You're foreshadowing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know what? I, uh, I, got, I, I need to do up another presentation, but I got the first one done. It got the, the Nurgle Circle seal of approval, I think. So we're ready to go. Stamp. Stamped in slime. It's more mm -hmm. of a like a Yeah. And yeah. I'm getting excited. 
my first convention. Yeah. You're gonna have a blast. My first convention as a content creator. I know. As blushing mm. noise marine. <laughs> I know. I have to wear blush so that I'm extra blushy. What if someone asked for your autograph? Can you sign my I, model? I I don't I don't know how I'd feel about that. I I'm like I'm not. I'm what not if they cool. like want you to their model? Like, have you signed a, a model? Yeah, okay. I feel <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're Let's put this in the They're not there to see me. They're there yes, to they see are. One hundred percent. No, you. that's you. <laughs> I highly doubt. But what that. if they give it to like like their baby? Like, please, just just kiss it. That no, that, that that's just like a, that's like a COVID thing. Like that's just gross. Don't don't have your don't throw your baby around to be kissed. That's not sanitary. Your model, not your baby. Maybe throw model? your baby around. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Gonna, I'm gonna be stomping some butterflies. You keep talking like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll be. <behave>. Uh, <laughs> you know, though. Um, yeah, I'm. I am excited um, to like get out and meet some folks, and I hope people, um, uh, you know, come up and say hi. And I'm really excited to see how our panels go. Mm -hmm. I have no idea how many people are gonna show up, but. I'm hoping least, they're well attended. At least you and I. It'll be at least two people in the room. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be a thing. Yeah. Um, but no, it's true. Like conventions are a great way to also meet new people. And HowCon, I don't think, has a tournament this year. Um, but there's still going to be like a lot of Warhammer related stuff going on amongst mm. other nerd things. And you know what? I, uh, I don't know many Warhammer fans who aren't at least nerdy about like one other thing so mm -hmm. and like lucky with us are we're talking about hobbies as well when it comes to like podcasting and and finding mm. your narrative so you can you can t it doesn't have to be directly warhammer you can apply that to any community and that's the neat thing you think there will ever be a D, &D warhammer crossover no, Games Workshop is too, like, protective of their IP. Mm. Like, Magic and D&D &D are owned by Wizards. So, like, that but was there the is a magic and But there is a Magic and Warhammer crossover. Yeah, but Magic is more compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. Okay, first off, it would be, like, D&D &D and Age of Sigmar, if they were going to do anything. But okay. even then, they're kind of, like, competing, like worlds if that makes any sense i don't know i'd be surprised i don't think games workshop needs to <laughs> like on like and like hasbro owns was yeah. of the coast so like they're the ones that are more like a part of a company and don't necessarily have the same degree of control but like games workshop does mm -hmm. and i really can't see them like wanting to mm -hmm. or yeah like you said needing to yeah like i don't know what they would get out of it i guess well, it's just the idea of collaborations. You don't have to think of it as... Um, yeah, Games Workshop is, like, horribly uncollaborative. Yeah. But, I mean... <laughs> you don't have to look at it as, like, oh, D&D &D is going to steal clientele. Like, you're... We're all in this fishbowl, and you can expand. Because, yeah, like... that's you, not like, how you... they, like, view it. Yeah. Uh if you read any of their like corporate documents they're pretty like territorial yeah 
They've rubbed their butt all over it. It's mine. (laughs) I, uh, in my other uh, professional life, uh, I, I work in finance. So, like, I've looked under the hood a bit at Games Workshop, and they're pretty, like, oh, pretty set in their ways. You looked under the hood. Dude, yeah. I'm just kidding. Just like <laughs> I think that, that might be like a company. That might be a topic uh, for another day. Under the hood of Games Workshop. I mean, I don't know that much. I just like what's well, publicly our available. <laughs> there you go. I feel like there's people that would be more in the know about that. Um, but yeah, I don't if, think if you're in the know. Person. If you are in the know and you want to be on this podcast and let us know. If you're in the know and not under an NDA, I'm pretty sure you're, like, already talking about oh, it, it. It would definitely be an ex-employee. <laughs> but even they'd be under, like, a non-disclosure agreement. You think so? Even after? No. Yeah. Well, there was a guy... I'm I under non-disclosure from... agreements for oh. previous positions. <clears throat> well, we'll we'll, um, we'll do the, uh, the editing magic and we'll distort your voice like, <laughs> like it's a crime show. <laughs> Be like, oh, it's um, it's John Workshop, not James Workshop. <laughs> the brother of James. It's from the it's from the York Workshops, not the not the North Northrop or wherever the hell their place is. And you'll have like a a distort voice. There you go. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're on the same same uh, wavelength. There we go. Um, but you know what? I, I, I do think, um, you know, we're talking about conventions, but even any event that you can get yourself out to, um, I know, like, talking to folks, sometimes people get, like, nervous about, like, going to their first event. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, A, going to that first event will kind of, like, help break that, like, barrier for you. Mm-hmm. Um but like whatever that is whether it's just like a a hobby night or like an open play at a game store just like get yourself out there and start like meeting the community and i think you'll realize that it's not as like scary as you think it is yeah and i've definitely heard and seen a change with the community as well it's definitely the bigger it's it's becoming the, the better um because people are I think people want to see the best for this community. So it's just manifesting that, that goodness of it. Whereas hmm. I've heard the horror stories, how it used to be back in the day, the types of people that were in it. And luckily now people are starting to say no to that and they're not accepting of it. So it's definitely uh, uh, snuffing that bad out. Yeah, I think there's definitely, like, there's more diversity mm-hmm. of people, just, like, different types of people, different folks, different, like, coming together. And I think it's more different people. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the, like, the sweaty neck beard trope mm-hmm. is kind of disappearing. Yeah. Well, well is, we're still in it, so. <laughs> I'm not a neck beard. I don't think you are either. Nope. Oh checking my beard nope yeah you gotta you gotta inspect <laughs> but yeah um, just like that that idea of that type of person yeah I, I we definitely don't see it in this community um no much. not yeah 
I mean, there is yeah, it, there it is a trope for a reason. But you're like... you're gonna you're gonna get that type of person whatever community you're in. I'm sure there's someone like that in knitting communities. Like, there's gonna be like everyone's gonna be represented, and that's what's wonderful about this community is uh, we're starting to see a recognizing of like individuals um, and uh, really seeing people's personalities come out even through their armies like you're gonna see mm. like how they they paint or how they design their models or how they explain lores or how they game like we're all becoming individuals uh together it's true and i think like the more people that are part of those communities the stronger they're gonna be because <laughs> realistically like we all benefit when the community's bigger yeah more people to play more people to share with more people to connect with you know if you've got a you're like oh man i i got i'm free on this random wednesday afternoon i want to get a game of warhammer in if it's like you and one other person locally you're probably not going to get it in but if you got like 40 or 50 people you'd be like hey anyone else happen to be free at this exact time mm -hmm. much more likely it's going to happen and then you yeah. get to play more warhammer mm -hmm. that's positive yes and here's a call of action. Share this podcast with your friends. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Build that community. Be like, see, there's some wholesomeness to this community. There's it's, some good. it's even called Wholesome Hammer. Maybe, maybe, okay, the, the, the lore or Warhammer or whatever. You, okay, maybe Nurgle is evil. But the countering to that is the community are the good guys. Yeah, no, that's 100%, like, the, yeah. the point is, like, the community is full of, like, love and mm -hmm. respect and care and concern. Because we're, like, the seeing setting what... is deeply messed up. <laughs> yeah. And there's no yeah. maybe about whether or not Nurgle is evil. That's a, that's a pure confirmed there. Oh, okay. Can I say may? Maybe evil? <laughs> no, mm. it's confirmed. May have some evil to him. Weren't we just talking about how, like, Mortarian was actually coerced into serving Nurgle? Yeah. So how do you coerce someone when you're the good guy? Well, um... <laughs> <laughs> how can I answer this like a politician? <laughs> I, I cannot confirm or deny Mortarian's involvement in coercion. Yeah. The, These are the... the opposition, when they were... <laughs> Oh my god. I'm gonna misdirect. It was all misdirect. the other guy's fault. <laughs> yes. It wasn't Nurgle's fault. It was Blood God's fault. Corn. It was. <laughs> if the Emperor wasn't such a bad dad, then I never would have had the opportunity. So it's actually the Emperor's fault. It's yeah. not my fault at all. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm just picturing Nurgle as Donald Trump. Uh, that. No. You take that back right now. Uh, that's the joke I made, and I stand by my joke. It was quite funny. Wrong. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, showing up, I think that's huge. Um, and honestly, like, uh, any... I, I don't know if I've ever met an event organizer that was, like, upset when they get a full house. Like, <laughs> yeah. people want... Like, people organize things because they want people to come out. They get excited yeah. to see people, especially when somebody's new. Like, that's, like, 
that's when you know you did something right. Mm-hmm. And the best feeling, you can feel it in the air uh, when it comes to GTs, is when everyone comes back on day two. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and yeah, like show up, help out when you can. And helping out doesn't have to be like, go start your own event. It can just be like, be nice to someone on their first tournament or be nice, you know, help them, you know, sit with somebody when it's their first time and it's lunchtime and, and make them and feel a little more welcome. Exactly. And you don't even have to do it in an event. Like you can do it from your phone. And that's the, the, the yeah. coolest way to connect is simply liking someone's stuff or commenting and just like, Hey, I like that you are brave enough to post your stuff. And I love what you did with your model, your army or your interpretation of the lore. Thank you for just adding to this, this massive, yeah, this, this community that just continues to grow. Like, I don't think it will, unless something catastrophic happens, it's not going to decrease. No, I, I think we're on the the upswing, not the downswing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think uh, we've kind of alluded to this. You foreshadowed, um, but <laughs> traveling mm -hmm. can be a really cool way of seeing how big the world is. Yeah. So whether or not that's just traveling to like a nearby city to go to a tournament or a convention or you know going to a uh, the religious epicenter of the Warhammer world in Welland, Ontario and hang out with some butterflies and go to mini wargaming. I'll see you speechless. there on Sunday. You're speechless. <laughs> Get in your car right now. Um, but no, there's all kinds of different ways. And, you know, if there's, you know, we've talked about Rats Reach, like if there's content creators locally like that can be a great way of getting to connect and also just see how big the community is like we've already started to see it like we i, I actually one of my favorite things is seeing like where people are listening from mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know we've been at this for six months now and it's already pretty like crazy how wide an audience we have mm -hmm. and people from all over the world like it's... Where are we? Where are we in the world? <laughs> I... <laughs> All over the place. Did you mm -hmm. want specific examples? Yeah. Actually, so that, okay. You, you, you mentioned before uh, someone from Thailand. If you are listening to this, thank you for listening. You are Okay, awesome. there's been someone from Estonia or like a group of people from Estonia who have been absolutely like tearing through the podcast lately. <laughs> um, and that is super cool. Just like, yeah. thanks for being you. Yeah, and thanks for coming back. <laughs> yeah. Um, we no, see, I, I thought... we, we kind of see you. We, we don't, but... Yeah. yeah, it's all like, I, we like, I don't know individually, but like, we can see like yeah. countries and like, um, we're big in Pennsylvania. Actually, we can even see, <laughs> we are, yeah, there's a ton of listeners in like Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. which is super cool. Um, and like throughout the States and the UK is a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, but even like throughout I Europe, we have listeners in Africa and Asia and Australia and South America. Like it's. It's pretty crazy to think mm -hmm. like people from literally all over the world 
are listening to us make jokes about butterflies so <laughs> but and just it puts them into perspective that this community is hitting all corners of this world yeah i know like when um when japan showed up for the first time i was like really that's really cool just like it's like kind of on like the opposite end of the world and mm-hmm. like when the first listens from like africa came through and i was just like that's just like like you kind of like we're in canada the uk is like you know in the u.s that kind of makes across like, the pond sense, like <laughs> across the pond you know but um just like how big this community is is it's it's truly incredible mm-hmm. and so. doesn't it make you want to like visit these places to see how they war ham absolutely i want some international war hams yeah do they spice I- the hams differently <laughs> i think so yeah yeah see i want some differently i, I want I want to consume my war hams differently yeah, I want to see like what lunches they take to their GTs. I want to see like how they prime their minis and like mm. <laughs> the, the hot, hot heat. Like, w- how do people adapt to their environments? I, I'm very interested by that. Well, let me just, I'd be curious to see if like there's different painting styles that show mm-hmm. up more like. Oh yeah, like Regionally. you'll see, yeah, you'll see like Brazilian uh, painters, and my goodness, like I, I think they're just born artists there because <laughs> their use of color is perfect. They're mm. vibrant, and I think that's just like their environment. You, you see pictures of Brazil and all like the, the houses there, and they're just the vibrancy is just beautiful. So yeah, I. Uh... Warhammer is Warhammer's huge, like truly, mm-hmm. like yeah. in any meaningful sense of the word, like like you couldn't meet every person who plays Warhammer. That sounds like a challenge. Don't do that to me. I if you you can <laughs> challenge yourself however you want, but I don't think you could. Succeed. You hear that community? I'm coming to you. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'll wait for that first listen from Antarctica and just be like checkmate. <laughs> Oh, I'm going. I would love to you'll go, go to, to You'll go to Antarctica? Okay. I would, to see the penguins? Come on. All right. Penguins and butterflies. I thought you I thought you were an insect person. There's no insects in Antarctica. You thought I was an insect person? That's what butterflies are. I'm arachnophobic. Okay, but you also like butterflies. <laughs> so, make up your mind. I can I can like everything, okay? Except for Do you like spiders. Miles? Uh, no. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. I've been terrorized by moths. Terrorized by moths? Have you... Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. In a good way. All right. Well, okay. I will ask you one question <laughs> yes. before we... If you could travel anywhere for your Warhams, where would it be? Well, we just had Antarctica. Antarctica. Um, if I could choose one place, I think I'd want to choose Vancouver with play on tabletop. And guess what we're doing in two weeks? No, that's cheesy. Um, if I could that choose, is that I'm cringing place. for you right now. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, one place. That's not even fair. You can't pick well in Ontario. 
Can I pick the world? No. Oh. Moon? Sure, you can go play Warhammer on the moon. <laughs> Don't oh, in space? Can I, can I be the first person to play Warhammer in space? But I need to do it with somebody, so I won't. I'll be the first in the second. <laughs> <laughs> Is it whoever gets first turn technically plays first? Is that... I will teach Chris Hatfield how to play Warhammer in the space shuttle with, with the Canadian arm. The Canada arm? Yes, sorry. Yes, that one. <laughs> okay. This went very... I, I thought you were going to say, like, Mexico or something, and you went... Like I said, I never know what to expect when I ask you a question. <laughs> Can you imagine playing Warhammer Under the Stars like that? Oh. Oh. Laura, imagine with me. <laughs> with with weightlessness? I feel like that would be very difficult. Oh. <laughs> I didn't the, think the about that. I'm a, I'm a realist, oh. Kaylee. <laughs> I have to play with magnetized minis on a metal board. My Bellacore goes 12 inches, 13, 14, 15, 16, 16. Just give Look, everything he's a actually tap. flying. <laughs> that would be dangerous. You know how much strength the Great and Clean One sword has in space? <laughs> how much? Just eight. <laughs> Ouch. Can we do like we should do like a, a Warhammer comedy night at an open mic. <laughs> Just I did um I did stand up one time before COVID. With I Warhammer really enjoyed content? it. Uh no, it was pretty self deprecating, but it I got laughs, so I was pretty oh. proud about that. I hear it's very addictive. It, you know what? I came out of that understanding why comedians do what they do because it is mm -hmm. a rush to have people like laughing and cheering like at you. I bet. It's a it's a high. You kind of get. I kind of got that through the panel last year. Like, oh, people laughed at that. I didn't expect that to be funny, but okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think I I think what the line was a uh, it had to do with not truly understanding the amount of space that you actually need for Warhammer and the whole room started to <laughs> erupt. It's like, okay, yeah. That touched, that touched the nerve. <laughs> there you go. But no. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so Chaos Divided on tour. <laughs> there we go. Where we Making do Warhammer podcasts, jokes. interviews, and stand-up. Stand-up comedy. Can we get a bus? To travel with? Mm-hmm. It's not going to make it to the moon. You walked right into it. Buzzkill. <laughs> slide it in there. Alright. Alright. We've had some responses, so I wanted to Ooh, bring that yes, up. Yes, yes, yes. Let's do that. So, I asked in uh, last week's episode, mm -hmm. what has been your favorite episode of Chaos Divided so far? Mm -hmm. And we are recording this on Wednesday, so this has been out for like I don't know, nine hours at this point, and we have two responses, so <gasps> that's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, and they're the same people who responded last week, so you I think we have champs. some regular contributors, and I absolutely adore you. From Philly, we have all of them, but if I had to pick one, it would be <laughs> the How to Be a Great Opponent. Oh, okay. Right? I respect. 
and Ulfgar the Awful, Discord champ. Uh, the discussion about the Primarchs has been my favorite episode so far, but that was also a very hard decision because I enjoy each episode so much. Oh, so technically both said all. <laughs> right. I love it. I, and I also love that you you crowned him the Discord champ. And I feel like he him. is. Every, every time he posts something in the Discord, um, it's always like gorgeous or like super yeah. impressive. And he's just like also so positive and delightful. Humble and yeah. I love it. And Phil can be our podcast champ, right? I mean, Phil is also in the Discord, I believe. Um, I, I tried taking him. Maybe I didn't get uh, the right username, but... Eh, I don't know. Okay. Um, but if you would like to be on our Discord... Because uh, <laughs> he's probably listening Patreon. right now. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can we'll join the red Patreon. carpet. <laughs> oh, sorry. And you, you too can be a Discord champ. Yes. By joining our Patreon. Yes. Amongst other benefits. Actually, our first uh, bonus episode, Patreon exclusive, is out now. Our thoughts from our second GT of 10th mm-hmm. edition. Uh, mildly I, spicy. I I have a feeling there's going to be maybe some uh, some cool content going on there after our trip in a couple weeks. So mm-hmm, you won't mm-hmm. want to miss that. Not 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 no. We should uh, yeah, we'll post some pictures and things up there. Yeah. So it's like they're That'd coming cool. with us. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I I feel like I'm coming along with you. You're you're the. You're the guest of honor. I'm just the, I'm just the entourage. Am I the uh, Dorothy? We're going to the yellow yeah. gold. Yeah, and I'm 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 uh, an Oompa Loompa. <gasps> Laura. What? You no, you're like my cowardly lion. I was just making fun that my face is like orange, so I figured that nah. it was more Oompa Loompa. No. I've never even seen the Wizard of Oz, so I don't really know who's they in that. They don't even call that, are they? They're um. Are they munchkins? What are they? I don't know. There's like little elf things in the Wizard of Oz, isn't there? Oompa Loompas. Yeah, that's Charlie that's a, Charlie Is that the song? No, that's Charlie Oompa the Chocolate. Oh, you are so correct. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I was so wrong. It didn't even make sense. <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So hopefully you'll check that out. And any other thoughts before we sign off? Just want to thank everybody that continues to listen and shows their support. And uh, like we were saying, we do look at some of like uh, the countries and the cities. And I just want to say thank you to you who's listening from your corner of this world. It, does, it You know what? It honestly like... I am shocked how many people are already listening and it definitely adds a like, I don't even know how to describe it. Honestly, like it, it makes this seem more satisfying somehow to know that people are listening and engaging and enjoying it. Mm -hmm. It it, it means a lot to know that we're not just like talking into the void. So thank Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, with that note, <gasps> I want to thank you for joining us. Don't forget to describe to subscribe to Chaos Divided, both wherever you're listening from, and on Instagram and YouTube at Chaos Divided 40K. And you can find us on social media at 
Nurgle underscore Snurgle, freshly above 10,000 followers. Congratulations. Thank you. And you can find little old at Blushing Noise Marine there as well. And we hope you check out our Patreon. If you're a fan of what we do and you want to support us, you can find the link in the episode description. And until next time, bye-bye. Ciao for now. Do-do-do-do.